0: Well, good morning. It's good to be here. So grateful that I got to drive and gain an hour only to give it back up at two o'clock in the morning. Thanks a lot. Well, wait, that's not your fault. Yeah, I've heard Congress is working on that. Yeah, we'll see. Today we're looking at carrying God's way. Uh, we're looking at Matthew chapter 25 verses thirty one through 40. And I just want to say, I'm just so grateful to be here at Westside, and so grateful, and on behalf of IDES, I want to thank you formally for your support, your partnership with us uh, over the years. It's just so wonderful, and all the things and all the stories that I'm going to be sharing with you today, you all are a part of it. You are, and, and you do understand how to care God's way. So beginning with verse 31, we find these words. When the Son of Man comes, to, comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne and all the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate the people one from another. As a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats, he will put the sheep on his right and goats on his left. to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? And the king will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. A man died and Immediately, he stood before an angel with a clipboard, and the angel said, Now, we're going to have to ask you some questions to determine your destiny. Can you think of a time, a, a, a one time on earth when you acted unselfishly? Can you think of one time when you acted out of genuine compassion? Well, the man said, Well, well yes, I can. There was this time when I saw a big, burly man beating up on a woman. He had a black leather jacket with a hell's angel emblem on the back of it. I, I didn't know the woman, but I shoved over the guy's motorcycle and, and then to create a diversion, and then he turned on me, and I slugged him in the stomach, I kicked him in the shins, and she got away. And the, and the angel said, well, that's great. That's the kind of thing that we're thinking about. Now, can you tell me exactly when that happened? And the man looked at his watch and he said, Well, as far as I can tell, about a minute ago. Now, Matthew chapter 25, beginning with verse 31, records Jesus' instruction to us to care for the needy. Now, this is not always an easy or safe assignment. But Jesus made it clear that genuine compassion is going to be very important on judgment day. Mother Teresa said that she was motivated to acts of service by taking this passage literally. The same as you do it to the least of these, you do for me. One of the blessings that I have of being able to work with International Disaster Emergency Service is, is the fact that I can go and, and visit and share with churches in these stories that I'm about to share IDES stands for International Disaster Emergency Service and was created back in 1973 as a disaster relief organization for the Christian churches, Churches of Christ. As a mission, IDE provides a way for our churches to pull their financial resources together with other churches and individual donors where the funds can be used effectively for disaster response, hunger relief, medical care, community development, which is all centered around evangelism. ICE works with mission partners around the world in the the aftermath of of floods and hurricanes, tsunamis, typhoons, fire, earthquakes, tornadoes, volcanoes, drought, and other natural, as well as man-made disasters like wars that create the flight of refugees that we're seeing in places like Ukraine. We reach out to our partners to show the love of Jesus by sharing water, food, shelter, and of course the gospel of Jesus Christ. Our mission is to share help and hope to the world, to introduce as many people as possible to our Lord and Savior. And we have seen time and time again... That in the midst of sufferings and struggles and disaster comes opportunities for Christians to show the love of Christ. And we have seen how adversity of all kinds can work in helping with the spread of the gospel. Together with our churches and our donors and our mission partners, we are able to respond to those in need to do good things for the least of these. My goal today is to share some examples of how God is using our partners around the world to bring food for the hungry, water for the thirsty, welcoming strangers, providing clothing for the naked and cold, medical care for the sick, and visiting those that are in prison. So let's look at the first one, food for the hungry. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. Now used uses three programs to provide food for the hungry. We have our GAP program, which is our food packing program. Last year, we, we packed over three million meals. We have our Harvest of Talents. These are donated, handmade items that are sold. 100% of the money is used for our long-term food programs in seven countries, working with 11 different mission partners. And we also have our Blue Sunfish banks, and we've collected over a million dollars with them. Not long ago, I had lunch with one of our mission partners, and you see his picture right here. His name is Roy Knight. He leads a group of evangelists in southeast India. Roy Knight is an evangelist in a very hostile area. He has faced persecution, and he witnessed his father die in in a hospital. Uh, His father, a Christian, would not be helped by the doctors there who did not like Christians. And he ended up dying. They, they have done horrible things to Roy. He has been beaten, he's been cut, he's been thrown in jail. But it has not stopped him from speaking about his Jesus and showing the love of Jesus by sharing food and water and other necessities of life. We partnered with Roy with motorcycles for his evangelists uh, a couple of years ago. And they use these motorcycles to go into rural areas it's hard to reach to spread the gospel and to plant churches. He shared with me about a time that he was distributing food, and when he handed a, a portion to a man, the man looked up and he said, thank you God. And Roy wanted to know, well, which God are you thanking? In India, there are thousands of God, which one are you thanking? And, and, and the man looked at Roy and he said, only the true God would give me something to eat. And Roy, with a smile on his face, began teaching him about Jesus. That man became a Christian and is now one of those evangelists that's taking the good news. And it all started with sharing food with the hungry. The Christian Missions has a Milk for Mothers program and it is supported by Ide's Harvest of Talents funding. And this program allows anyone who is in need To come by their clinic every Tuesday to get food, medical attention, prayer, monthly seminars, and learn about Jesus Christ. The people who come must be evaluated and the children weighed. In March of 2021, a mother traveled by foot three hours to the Milk for Mothers program with a six month old boy named Marvin's. She was crying and explained that Marvin was in agonizing pain. He would cry all night due to a hernia. She was immediately sent to a hospital for surgery, and the doctor said that Marvin's would not have lived more than a few months without this surgery. Since the surgery, he and his mother have been coming to the Milk for Mothers program every Tuesday. She's an amazing woman who has struggled to get by day to day. Marvin's was not healthy. He only weighed nine pounds and was not an active baby. Over the last year and a half, he has been given the nutrition and the medical attention he needed to get healthy through the program. He is now... A, an active, rambunctious, rambunctious little boy who loves to come to program Harvest of Talents, give Marvin the, the life he deserves. And he, but by just allowing him the basics of nutrition of life, he is thriving. His mother says every week how grateful she is that someone told her about the program and that God put people in her life to save her child and to save her. I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. And then he says, I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. One of the most memorable encounters of of Jesus is with the Samaritan woman at the well that we find in John chapter 4. In these verses, Jesus shares with her several truths. One, that she has been married five times, and the sixth man is not her husband Two, that there is coming a time where worshiping God will be acceptable anywhere and no longer just at a temple. Thirdly, that he alone, the living water, gives eternal life because, fourthly, he is the Messiah. I love the image that living water brings. It's impossible for us humans to go very long without water. We need water to sustain us. Take away water and we literally begin to shrivel up, dehydrate, which collapses our entire system. And that is why water projects that we do are so essential to sustaining human life. And the comparison to our spiritual life is, is uncanny. We have seen time and time again that these wells that we do are a testimony to God's love. For example, Isaiah and his wife Mary have five children and live in a town in a country in West Africa. Isaiah is a shepherd and a farmer, and his wife manages their home. Our mission partners in this region shared the gospel of Christ in early 2022. Mary, the wife and mother, was captivated by the stories that she was listening to on her audio Bible. Her husband Isaiah was more reluctant, but he continued passively to listen in the background from time to time. This family then started to be a part of the house church in the village. And after a month's time, Mary decided she wanted to give her life to Christ and be baptized. She wanted her husband to join her, but he was not ready. Mary loved God's word and wanted to be obedient to everything Jesus was asking of her. She was baptized and started to pray for her husband. Then in the summer of 2022, we joined with our partners and provided a well Mary shared in a recent interview that the drilling of the well has greatly impacted their lives. They suffered because of the lack of clean water. They suffered because water was so far away. The closest well was 14 kilometers from from their home. And the well was deep and often didn't have enough water in it for everyone that was passing by and coming to draw water from the well. Mary continued to tell us that many organizations and politicians had come to see their difficulties, but nothing was ever done about their problem. The lack of water caused sickness, depression, conflict between families and in the village itself. Mary shared that having clean water right next door that always is available has changed every part of her daily life. Her family is healthier and happier she has more time with her kids and her husband some of their conflicts has been resolved because water is so close as our partners interviewed Mary and her husband Isaiah she did most of the talking but as they drew the interview to a close Isaiah began telling our church planning partners how much this well and the new church has impacted his life over the last six months he told them that he was ready to give his life to Jesus and wanted to be baptized right then and there. And Mary said, my prayers have been answered. In the midst of suffering, struggles, disasters, comes opportunities for Christians to show the love of Christ. Adversities of all kinds can work as a catalyst in helping the spread of the gospel. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. And then the next one we see, I was a stranger and you invited me in. Adam Dulinsky ministers at the Warsaw West Christian Church. Adam has an incredible heart for people, and the new church in West Warsaw was growing. Then the full-scale Russian invasion began in February of 2022. Adam watched as millions of Ukrainians began to flee from the ravages of war. Besides praying, Adam quickly rallied his church members to begin assisting with the refugee effort. They quickly started putting together shipping containers to house refugees as you see in these two pictures. Then Adam started looking for other places that would be open to house, refugee, to house refugees including churches. They began collecting items such as clothes and personal hygiene products and food. He also looked took the the lead of going to the border and picking up as many people as they could get into their van. The stories that are coming out of people they rescued are incredible. There's a story of 26-year-old Maria. When the war started, Maria and her husband, along with their two children, lived in the cellar for several days. Finally, they decided that Maria, along with her twin sister and her three children, must flee to Poland. When they arrived at the Polish border, they found a kind-hearted bus driver who allowed them to sit on the aisle of the bus on their luggage to get across the border. Maria is now staying in Warsaw and renting an apartment with her twin sister, Sophia, and her three children. They both cannot work full-time because they have small children. They came to the church's distribution center and were so grateful for not only the food, clothing, diapers, and other items, but for the church itself that provided a safe haven for them and their children. Today, you'll find them every Sunday morning as they prepare baked goods and pastries for the entire church family. This is their way of saying thank you for all that has been done for them in this critical time of their lives. I was a stranger and you invited me in. Nadia and her 17-year-old son, Arsini escaped their city That was heavily bombed at the beginning of the war with thousands of others. And Nadia is an art teacher and has been teaching art to those at the West Warsaw Church as a way to say thank you. Adam shared with us that Nadia's son, Arsini, was recently baptized at the church's men's retreat back in October of last year. In the midst of disasters, natural and man made, God is working. Out of disaster comes help and hope. I was a stranger and you invited me in. And then next we see, I needed clothes and you clothed me. Joshua uh, Morago has two siblings and they all live with their mother, who is a widow. They live in a mud and dung hut with a grass roof in Tanzania. Joshua used to be named Lersordo, a name in Maasai. That means draining or of no value. Can you imagine naming a child that, of no value? He was named that because he is seen as to be a burden instead of a blessing. His family had struggled greatly over the years to, to, to uh, you know, just survive. When he was chosen to be a part of, of our feeding program, our partners took his entrance photo on the left when he was a boy that didn't even know how to smile. And after a year of being involved in our feeding program, we were able to get him some new clothes and shoes, and the difference in his demeanor completely changed, as you see in in the, the picture on the right. The family changed his name, though, to Joshua, the one who brings God's deliverance and is now seen as a blessing to the family. He's an example of what a new set of clothes and a pair of shoes can do. On February 6th of of this year, a 7.8 magnitude earthquake struck the southern part portion of Turkey and the northern portion of Syria. The death toll consistently increased, now taking the lives of over 50,000 people. According to the UN, 9.1 million people in Turkey have been directly affected by this earthquake. Housing and infrastructure has been either been demolished or is no longer safe to enter into, which has resulted in 2.2 million people being displaced, 1.9 million people living in temporary shelter. This is a disaster that will likely impact for generations. And AIDS was able to partner with three partners since the beginning, two in Turkey, one in Syria. As well as send our international project managers to provide direct assistance and give help and hope to those in, who are desperate. ICE has provided aid to over 20,000 people so far. On a recent Sunday morning worship service, our international project managers were approached by a Turkish man who wanted to pray with them. He had lost everything, he had escaped the earthquake with just the clothes he was wearing. Yet he wanted to pray and thank our project managers for coming to help his country. Through the graciousness of our churches and donors, we are able to provide clothing to share with the people of Turkey and Syria. And along with clothes, we have set up two fully equipped mobile kitchens serving hot meals, food, for hygiene, food and hygiene kits, and the repair of local bakery, which will produce 1,200 loaves of bread every day. We provided generators and wood for the bakery oven, oven and 25 tons of bottled water. Ides also distributed food, water, medicine, hygiene supplies, and generators. These resources were distributed in five cities across the affected zones in Turkey. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. Next, we see I was sick, and you looked after me. One of the most beloved parables of Jesus was that of the parable of the good Samaritan. In Jesus' story, you find three types of people. The first were the thieves who beat him, leaving him half dead. What's yours is mine, I'll take it. The next group was a priest and the Levite. They decided, what's mine is mine, I'll keep it. But the third was a Samaritan man who saw the, saw the man and decided... What's mine is yours. I'll share it. The opportunity to share God's love is all around us. And, and, and these are wonderful opportunities. There are wonderful opportunities to share God's love through our medical care. Two examples. One is Asia Christian Mission. Because of the military coup that, that took place in 2021 in, in Myanmar, medicines have become scarce and expensive. 83 churches in northern Myanmar are in remote areas and, and were in need of help. i partnered with ACM and 13,100 people benefited, benefited from the medical kit project that we did. Our partner shared with us that the medical kit program helps their ministry to be more effective. The ancestor worshipers and the Naga spirit worshipers are touched with the love of Christ through the medical kit program. Within two months of receiving medical kits, a Naga family and a Naga young man of the spirit worshipers have, ex- have, have come to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Despite the population of 5 million in the district of Kosur, Pakistan currently has no medical facilities. For over 25 years, Dr. Saleem of Pakistan Christian uh, Evangelical Services has been running medical and eye health camps in the district but has always dreamed of having a permanent hospital. He said it is a great way to teach the Muslim community with the, the, the gospel. And, and we want to meet a need with the love of Christ, he said. It will be great contribution to the community, the facility which we have helped build, with, which includes also three surgical rooms. It's called the Good Shepherd Christian Hospital and its motto is compassion, love, and mercy. Psalms 46 says... I, It says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. And then he says, I was in prison and you came to visit me. Craig and Allison Fowler are CMF missionaries in Ethiopia. Allison is a registered nurse and both she and Craig look for ways to share Jesus while ministering health care. One of the projects that they've done over the years is drilling water wells, which we have been a partner with. In 2021, a local prison was in revolt due to poor conditions and the lack of clean drinking water. Having heard of the Fowler's ministry, the prison authorities asked for a well to be drilled for the prison. They accepted on the conditions that they could minister inside the prison once it was done. The prison is run by Muslims, but they agreed and we partnered with them. A well was dug and a ministry was born. Bibles and stories of Jesus are now flowing throughout the prison. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. At the end of 2021, western Kentucky was hit by a number of tornadoes. And then in July of 2022, devastating floods hit eastern Kentucky, where, where the most vulnerable people live. Then in September of 2022, one of the strongest hurricanes hit southwest Florida. Thousands of homes were either destroyed or had major damage. We reached out to churches all along the coast and one church, New Day Christian Church of Port Charlotte is where Rusty Russell is the senior minister and I called the church and I left a message but something, or should I say someone, encouraged me to write him an email as well. The next day, Rusty and his executive minister, Mark, called my cell phone during the time the storm was hitting their city. They quickly shared with me their desire to partner with eyes in the aftermath of the hurricane, Ian. Two days later, our disaster response team was on the ground and launched an incredible volunteer outreach throughout Port Charlotte and neighboring communities. 95% of their 2,500 people in their congregation had damage done to their homes, 95%. 15% had severe damage, and we're still at it today. This church is literally reaching the least of these brothers and sisters of mine you did for me. At the core of our relief efforts is a message of Jesus Christ. We always come alongside the church or mission partners so that they will be in front and center in the lives of people and their communities. It's one thing to rebuild a home, and, and everybody can pat themselves on the back, but it's a, quite another experience to be able to do it in the name of Christ and share the gospel. You're rebuilding a life, and it's amazing to see. The same as you've done it to the least of these, my brothers, you've done it to me. Folks, there are a lot of needy people. People need the Lord. And at the end of broken dreams, he is the open door. Jesus said, as the, my father sent me to the world, so I send you. One of the opportunities that we ha- are excited about at Eyes, and we are asking churches to join us is our project, 50 Churches for 50 Years. We have seen over the years where disasters like hurricanes and floodings has opened doors for new churches to be planted. We saw it in Purlington, Mississippi after Hurricane Katrina and recently in Beaverton, uh, Michigan after major flooding in 2020. Through these two disasters, God opens hearts, minds to the gospel and, church and these churches were born Now we're being more strategic and following God's lead, not only after disasters, but in opportunities that, that God provides around the world through food programs, community development programs, and of course, through our evangelistic projects. As we close, allow me to share one last thought. This is a picture of the jack pine cone. The jack pine produces closed cones that hang on their branches for years. Long after the the enclosed seeds mature, they're still together. Only when a fire sweeps through, melting the resin on the cones, do these heat-dependent cones open up, releasing seeds that are then distributed by wind and gravity where eventually trees begin sprouting up. So often we see how disasters act the same way. People are maybe closed to the gospel, but through the disaster, their eyes turn upward. Their hearts are melted, and the opportunity to plant seeds is there. Opportunities for us to care for others God's way are all around us and throughout the world, and he's asking each and every one of us to join him. Will you do that? Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your love and your grace, and thank you for bringing us together. Thank you, Father, that we can worship you and that we can just come together to learn more about how to care for others your way. Father, may we not be reluctant to do that, whether it's here in our neighborhoods or whether it's around the world. May we be your light to others is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.